What is up, Dynasty fam? Welcome into the show. Got a good show for today. Going to be talking about our waiver wire pickups heading into NFL Week 9. So hope you guys are doing well. We had a pretty good week as far as fantasy. A little bittersweet, though, as far as for the Minnesota Vikings. Got the win, but lost Kirk Cousins, guys, to an Achilles injury. So tough. Could not put on the chain for today with that Vikings win. So looking like not going to be good. We will talk about that quarterback situation and see how it will look like and what are some possibilities heading into week nine for the Minnesota Vikings, but not looking good. Had a couple games in a row that we won, two games in a row, good win against the Niners, another good win, but not looking good for the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see what happens, guys. So now, like I said, thank you guys for tuning in. Going to get right into it. Starting with our waiver wire ads. These are the guys that should be rostered more than likely in your leagues. We talked about some of these guys last week, guys. Leonard Fournette, we definitely talked about him. I think we talked about him actually two weeks ago, but we'll start off with Pierre Strong. If you're new to the show, guys, the guys that have the asterisk are the guys that we like more so. So we first start off with guys that are 50 a 50 to 60% rostered more than likely. Then we'll go for the deeper dive on the next side, which is players that are under 50% rostered. So starting guys at the RBs, we have Pierre Strong. Another solid performance, guys. Good game for him. We had him on the show last week. Ford played in this game. Strong still got 10 carries for 41 yards. Got a reception also for 41 yards. So snaps went 27 to Kareem Hunt. Jerome Ford got 26. And we had 24 for Pierre Strong. As far as the routes, he matched Jerome Ford with 10 routes. Kareem Hunt led in routes run with 11, so only one more. Then for the carries, it was 14 for Kareem Hunt, 9 for Ford, and 10 for Strong. So definitely some good, decent opportunity right now for Strong. We'll see how how it goes, but... Ford also not 100%, so something to monitor going forward. And now heading into the next one, we have Leonard Fournette, guys. This is the person that I'm probably most interested in. I actually have him in a couple leagues already that I stashed him in. Just before the trade deadline, we talked about that. You know, teams that were needing RBs, if they didn't happen to make a, a move in trade deadline, Leonard Fournette was just a cheap option for teams. And there was a lot of teams rumored to be in on him, right? Rams. Bills, I think we talked about about four teams that were interested in him last week. But now he ends up, he was going to work out for Buffalo. It didn't happen. That's when we had him on the show about two weeks ago. They were thinking about bringing in somebody when Damian Harris went out. Now Buffalo, guys, they didn't even have to see him. They just bring him in now. They sign him. And he was set, guys. Right now, uh, James Cook only has one rushing touchdown on the season. And... His pass catching, guys, has also been decreasing in the past few weeks. So Leonard Fournette, I think, could have a decent decent role uh, in Buffalo in that Bills offense. So they've had their eye on him before, guys. So now I think that it's been finalized already. So if so, guys, de- definitely Leonard Fournette, just a good vet back that you can have. And he's going to have a good bump in value right now as he lands in Buffalo. So if he's out there, I think he's de- a decent stash for you guys. Also, guys, Royce Freeman. Just he's been getting carries, guys. So he had 33 snaps, actually outsnapped Daryl Henderson uh, in this game to Daryl Henderson's 29 snaps. Got nine carries for uh, 40 plus yards, then gets you a TD on the ground. 
Henderson got three more carries, guys, with 12, but Freeman did run two more routes, 16 to 14. So if he's out there, guys, I mean, Kyron should be coming on, coming on maybe in a couple weeks. I know the quarterback situation doesn't doesn't look good, but just someone that may be worth the stash. See what happens. Now, as far as the wide receiver position, guys, we have Demario Douglas. We've had him on already a few times. Been one of our guys that we've been talking about even in preseason. So right now, if he's on your waiver wire, he's 63% rostered. But if he's out there on your waiver wire, I definitely want to get him. We'll see if they bring in some wide receiver help uh, with, with the trade deadline being tomorrow. Uh, they have a few hours still to make, make a move. We'll see if it happens, guys. But he led the team in snaps this week and also in targets. He had five targets. Um, he had well, actually seven targets and he went five for 25 yards. So not too much yards guys, but he's definitely showed some pay, playmaking ability this season already. Six targets last week, went four for 54. Also got a rushing attempt last week for 20 yards, got a rushing attempt this week. I think it was only like five yards. It wasn't that much, but still getting some opportunity. And now, right now we have Bourne guys, Kendrick Bourne going to be out for the season. Also Devontae Parker dealing with some concussion issues. Juju was back as well this game, guys, and still didn't matter. Douglas, Juju got the TD in there, but Douglas pretty much led them this this game. So looking at that depth chart right now, it looks like DeMar Douglas is a wide receiver one currently for the New England Patriots. Now in going into our other wide receiver we like, guys, is going to be Khalil Shakir, 51% rostered. So he's more than likely could be out there on your waiver wires. Kind of been abandoned already after his rookie season by a lot. But with no knocks, guys, it allowed for pretty much more three wide receiver sets. So Shakir got to play a lot of snaps. He played a season high 65% of the snaps. He also got six of six, guys. So six targets went six for 92 yards, 15.2 fantasy points. Was also four for four last week, guys. 35 yards in their last game. It wasn't last week because they're on by, but last game. He had uh, four receptions for 35 yards on only 34% of the snaps. So definitely Khalil Shakir, someone that is trending up in that Buffalo offense. Now for the QB position, guys, we have Tyson Badgett, right? He had a decent first outing. This game, he struggled against the Chargers, but he did throw for 235 yards, got two interceptions. So it's already been said, though, that he is going to be looking like the starting QB in week nine for Chicago, they're going to be holding out uh, Justin Fields again. So we'll see what happens, but it looks like Tyson Badgett going to be a starting QB heading into week nine as well. Dorian Thompson Robinson, guys, DTR, someone that he came in, he already got a start early on and he struggled, guys, but he had a tough, he had a tough first outing against the Baltimore Ravens. So Definitely a tough task for the rookie quarterback in your first game out. But Phillip Walker, guys, has been struggling. Five interceptions in his past three starts. And DTR came in and replaced Walker at the end of this game. So who knows what's going on with Watson also, guys. It, it was said that he was cleared to play this week, and he didn't play. So I don't know what's happening there. But if Watson is out, I think DTR could get another shot. And I think he, I think he deserves another shot, in my opinion. He was looking good in preseason, right? But like I said, tough first out against Baltimore. So if Watson sits out again, we'll see. Maybe DTR gets another look in week nine. So before we get into our deeper waiver wire ad, guys, again, thank you guys for tuning in. We forgot to do the welcome sign, but thank you guys for tuning in to the show. Hope you guys are enjoying the content. 
And guys, if you want to support the channel, be sure to like, subscribe on our videos. And another way you can support the channel, guys, would be joining uh, Thrive Fantasy using our promo code Dynasty Fam. You get a hundred percent price uh, deposit match from anywhere from twenty-five to two hundred fifty dollars if you're into prop betting. So again, guys, thank you guys for tuning into the show. Be sure to like and subscribe, and also give us some comments, guys. Maybe on some of these, some of your thoughts on some of these players. Maybe some guys that you like to stash or add heading into Week Nine. So now we're going into the deeper waiver wire, guys. We have Pierre Strong is on there on accident, guys. So it's going to be Chase Edmonds. We already talked about Pierre Strong, but pretty much returns from IR, guys. Only got three carries for five yards. So pretty much on par with that time of the backfield, right? That time of the backfield, everybody really on the ground has been uh, mediocre at best. So he comes straight off of the IR, gets a couple carries. He also got some targets, got two receptions, right? So pretty much going to be Chase Edmonds. I'm just thinking as a pretty much a handcuff right now, pretty much the RB2 behind Rashad White. So I'm not thinking he's going to overtake Rashad White, but if something were to happen to Rashad White, Chase Edmonds is just a decent handcuff to have that could uh, come into some workload if an injury were to occur. Then you have Darrington Evans, guys, a deeper dive, only 11% rostered. And he's been doing pretty good with the opportunities that he's gotten. Last week in, in week seven, he got 14 carries, three targets, right? Then Roshan returns, so he definitely got a bump down. Only four carries, 18 yards, but he did punch one into the end zone. And he also got three tar- uh, four targets, right? Three receptions for 22 yards. So he's been playing pretty decently, guys. So we'll see something to monitor in that Bears backfield. But maybe he can earn some more touches. Someone just kind of speculative add in the meantime. Now, going into the wide receiver position, guys, we have Jamison Crowder. Crowder, we just went nuts this game, guys. Seven for 95 yards this week. Got you a touchdown. So if uh, Curtis Samuel is out again, looks like Damian, uh, Jamison Crowder, right? He was third and Rouse jumped even Diami Brown, who had zero targets, guys, in this game. So Jamison Crowder, just a good little fun little speculative ad. We'll see what happens. I mean, Sam Howell threw for nearly 400 yards basically just a fun little offense to have a piece of right now and like i said if curtis Simon were to miss more time maybe jameson crowder gets a little bit increased opportunity in that wide receiver room now going into the next wide receiver we have noah brown in this week guys I, another interesting guy thing guys was tank dell straight back from injury or the concussion protocol led them in snaps but noah brown was second in in snaps and routes for the uh, Houston Texans. So Robert Woods is dealing with an injury. And Noah Brown was also second in targets with five targets. He had three for 57 yards, guys. So back-to-back weeks with five targets. Noah Brown, a good little ad. We'll see, monitor the situation with Robert Woods. But I think even with Robert Woods back, Noah Brown could still earn some snaps. And they didn't even throw the ball that much. It was kind of a weird game. Chris Stroud, I think he was only like around 150 yards, if even that. So I think, like I said, Noah Brown, just a good little perspective ad in a, in a decent offense, right? especially for the wide receivers right now. We had Nico Collins and Tank Dell both having good starts to the season. And now going into Miko Hardman, guys, he lands in KC. We talked about him a couple weeks ago about grabbing him. 
just for the possibility of possibly him getting traded. That happens now. He's in Kansas City. Three targets in his first game back on only 16% of the snaps. I think he got two targets his past game, but what I like is that the snap share increased. He went to 36% of the snaps. So someone just to keep an eye on guys right now in that wide receiver room. You can add him. They have Justin Ross, right, was dealing with some legal issues. Uh, they had Justin Watson back, but just someone to monitor on your wave wire. Speculative ad to see if he were to increase in target share and increase in opportunity and snap share in that KC room right there tied with Mahomes. And he's had some familiarity there as well with Mahomes, a little bit of chemistry. So we'll see if he connects on a couple of deep balls, definitely going to be someone that's going to be a top waiver priority for others pretty soon here. Now, the last one is a little bit is interesting, guys. Van Jefferson, Atlanta traded for him. Pretty much he led Atlanta already, guys, in routes run. He ran 34 out of 43 routes this game. He was second in targets behind London with five, right? London had six. Mac Hollins also, guys, only ran six routes. Mac Hollins was pretty much that that other guy behind London. And this he's pretty much getting phased out, guys, with Van Jefferson here. Even Kadero Hodge ran more routes and Scotty Miller all ran more routes than Mac Hollins. So London also dealing with the groin injury, guys. They're taking on the Vikings next week. So you and you might even possibly have the increase, the upgrade in quarterback. I think Heineke is an upgrade to this Falcons offense. And if London's out and Van Jefferson looks like he may be the lead guy or the lead wide receiver with the Tyler Heineke led offense heading into week nine. So Definitely someone that I'm interested in scooping up. Deeper leagues, right? 47% rostered, but definitely interesting name for this week. Now getting into the QBs, guys, we have Clayton Toon. Dobbs, pretty much, guys, they've seen enough of Dobbs. He had two picks this game, and they're saying if Murray cannot go this week, which I don't know if Murray's going to play, but they're saying if he doesn't go, Clayton Toon will be the next man up and get a look this week. So he showed some good some good plays in preseason. Right? So we'll see what he can do if he gets a shot this week. Now the next spot is going to be pretty much the Minnesota Vikings QBs, guys. Who knows what is going to happen there? I think it's just a lot of speculation and right now it's looking like it's going to be Jaron Hall at least for now based on what we know. Nick Mullins is still on the IR. He cannot return yet. So Jaron Hall is looking like he may get the start, but this was Kevin O'Connell said that they're still going to possibly look into bringing someone in, obviously, guys. So if they do that before, they'd have to do this really soon. If not, they're probably going to go with Jaron Hall as he's been there in that offense, been practicing and all that. They're probably game planning already with Jaron Hall. So he may get this start this week. If I was going to go long term, I would probably put my money on Nick Mullins. But I think they'll bring in somebody, guys. I think they're going to bring somebody in in free agency. They're 4-4. Four and four. They're on a two-game little winning streak. I just don't see them running with Jaron Hall. That's pretty much – I don't want to say fold in the season, but it seems like it would be fold in the season. So I think they'll try to bring in somebody. There's a couple of names out there that are interesting. There's already rumors going around. Maybe Colt McCoy. That's kind of a name that I like. Right? He's had some familiarity already with Kevin O'Connell. Also, other names that are interesting, maybe Andy Dalton, right? And you have Jacoby Brissett, 
out there still, right? Maybe they can trade for Jacoby Brissett, Case Keenum, maybe Jameis Winston. So there's definitely some interesting names out there that are uh, behind other quarterbacks that we could maybe, or the Minnesota Vikings could possibly bring in. But Colt McCoy kind of seems like my favorite right now. He already uh, practiced and tried out with them earlier on in the season. So just a name to keep an eye on, maybe a speculative ad. You can add him and then see if anything happens in free agency, but any of these names pretty much you could add and just see what happens going forward for the Minnesota Vikings. So that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel and check out some of our other videos. Jefferson's got separation.